This is Sound and Vision from KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. On Christmas Day, KEXP DJ Brian Foss is taking over our airwaves at 90.3 FM in Seattle and online at KEXP.org. He's doing it from noon until 6 p.m. Pacific to play non-traditional Christmas tunes, and he'll return again from 9 p.m. until midnight for a show Sonic Reducer to play a very special punk rock Christmas. Brian joins me now to talk about how he became the de facto Christmas DJ and talk about some of his favorite non-traditional Christmas songs he'll be playing today. Hi, Brian. Hello, Emily. <laughs> so how did you become kind of the de facto Christmas DJ here at KEXP? Well, the the short answer is, you know, I started doing Sonic Reducer in 2004, and uh, the very first year, Christmas fell on a Saturday, which is a normal time for Sonic Reducer, and it just so happened that neither of the other DJs could do it, but I could, I was available, and I had a friend of mine, uh, Pete, he used to own uh, Singles Going Steady, the uh, punk rock radio, uh, punk rock record store in downtown Seattle, and I knew he had a collection of punk rock Christmas songs, so I said, hey Pete, you want to just come on and, and help me DJ this Christmas, on Christmas Day, because I knew Pete uh, was from Canada, so I knew he didn't have family here, so I knew he was available, so he came on with me, and you know, he brought all his stuff, I dug up a few things, I didn't really have that many. Because you know, I just who who really at that point I'm like who who collects Christmas punk rock songs except weirdos like Pete. I love Pete, but the, so the first couple of years Pete was uh Pete was with me, uh, but then he wound up selling his ownership of singles and he moved back to Canada. So all of a sudden I'm stuck. I thought like well I did this a few years and it's kind of fun. So I started collecting Christmassy things, uh, just non traditional. I don't I don't like Christmas songs normally. I'm I'm not a big fan of you know your typical. Christmas standards, your jingle bells and your white Christmases, but I love stuff like uh, Don't Believe in Christmas by the Sonics and Christmas with the Devil by Spinal Tap, just silly things like having fun with the holiday. So I just wound up collecting it, and then over time, like you know, KXP at one point needed somebody to fill in on Christmas, and I realized, oh, I got all this non-punk stuff, and it's just kind of gone from there. It's kind of it's now it's a pleasure. It's a, it's a, it's it's like a an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> I love digging around trying to find new or new to me songs that are unique, that are not just covers of old standards, and but that has to be entertaining. It's got to be good, you know, or whatever my, you may argue with my, uh, my judgment about what's good or not. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's just sort of happened, you know, naturally. Now I love it. It's like Christmas Eve is when my wife's family celebrates Christmas. So it's great for my timing. I can spend Christmas Eve with my wife's family. Uh, all my sisters like live out of state. So it works. Christmas Day, me and my wife go to KXP. We play Christmas music, but it's non-traditional. I call it no standards. No standards. We got no standards on Christmas. <laughs> and just, just try to have fun. Well, let's, speaking of songs, let's break down a few of these. So you you came with five non-standard, non-traditional Christmas songs that you want to share with us. What's the first one you want to talk about? Well, let's just talk about the Beakers. Uh, I believe that's how you pronounce it. The Beakers were a Seattle band from uh, like 1979, 1980. They were literally only together for about a year, for 12 months. They only put out a 7-inch, and I think they were on a, on a the Seattle Syndrome comp. But they played with bands like Gang of Four and uh, you know other sort of angular bands. And they have that song, uh, what is it, a, a Christmas Letter? Christmas Letter from Home. And Yeah, I don't even think they even have... The words Christmas or anything in it, it's just, it's a great sort of groovy, angular song, and it's a part of the Seattle music history, and uh, yeah, love it. But I mean, this one, I mean, it sounds so chaotic, but also they're, I, they're talking about like a radio programmer in the song? I, I guess. It's hard for me to deserve for all the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's take a listen. This is uh, The Beakers with Christmas Letter from Home. Well, Jim still lives in Seattle. 
All right, Brian Foss, what is the next uh, non-traditional Christmas song you want to share with us? Well, once again, this is something I just stumbled across. The band Modest Attraction, which is a strange name for a band. They had a they had a Christmas release, the Modest Christmas. I honestly don't know that much about this band. It's just a song. It's sort of like a... They've kind of got... The organ makes me think of like just sort of garage rocky stuff. It's a catchy little number. I, I, I It's no deeper than it's a unique Christmas song uh, that doesn't sound like anything else. And, uh, and I can dance to it. And, and I like that this is probably the only Christmas song that I've heard of where they tell you to not eat too much, don't watch too much TV. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take have a, a modest Christmas. And have a modest yes. Christmas. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, Modest Attraction with the song Modest Christmas. All right, Brian Foss, what is the third Christmas song you want to share with us? Well, this one's, this one's kind of a mystery. I don't really know that much about it. I've tried to look around and try some information about it. It's a soul song uh, by Artie Full of Love. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Artie Full I Love. I'm not really sure. Uh, Artie Full of Love only put out two seven inches, and I believe they were from like the late 60s. This song is, I think it was, uh, once again, it's really hard to find information about this song, about the about the, about the performer, but it sounds like it came out in the late 60s, and I believe that it's, uh, it's basically uh, talking about the Vietnam War, where he just, he's got a letter for Santa. It's a very, I got this thing about sincerity. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some songs that are sincere that where people are trying to express themselves, and it just sort of falls flat, but for some reason, soul and R&B songs, um, usually, it just seems more legitimate. It just seems more real. And I just, this song breaks me up. It's it's very heartfelt. You know, he's asking Santa for no more war. Don't bring me a gun. I, 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 love, I love things like that. It's a it's a it's a wonderful wonderful song, but I don't really know that much. It's just it's just heartfelt and it's a sincerity. I love soul and R and B songs about Christmas. And so let's bring that up in the mix here. Santa Claus, please listen to me. Please don't bring me a gun. Santa Claus, please listen to me. I wish the fighting were all done. So that was uh, the song title Santa Claus, Please Listen to Me by Artie Full of Love. Uh, all right, Brian, what's the fourth Christmas song you want to share with us? Well, on the other hand, from being sincere is also uh, snottiness and, and basically, you know, there's tons of Christmas songs where they're just sort of thumbing their nose at the idea of Christmas. I love Graham Parker, a great sort of new wavy artist, kind of like, uh, kind of known as sort of not quite Elvis Costello, but he's got some great stuff. And he put out a single called Christmas is for Mugs. Uh, mugs being, uh, it's, it's a British slang for a fool. So a gullible person would be a mug. And it's just, uh, this, these lyrics crack me up about how 
the person in the song is talking about doing Christmassy things, but Christmas is for mugs. And it, it's just, it's, it's a mixture. I don't know. It makes you smile. It also, there's like a whole scene in there where like he goes to like a sex shop for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But they, they couldn't get the batteries to work. So they just threw it away. Like, you know, like, like everything else just threw it away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's take a listen to uh, Christmas is for mugs. I look for some new sex shop that I read of in time out. I bought a gadget that the man said would make you scream and shout. But it didn't come with batteries and we could not find the spout. And like so many Christmas presents, we threw it out. Brian Foster, the fifth and final Christmas song you want to share with us is... It's Bobby and Booby. It's an R&B act uh, from like 1958. Once again, there's not much information about this band. This song, Cool Cool Christmas, is literally one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. I love you know, Little Richard and uh, Chuck Berry. And I, I, when I found this song, when I stumbled across it, I'm like, why haven't I heard this? This is like one of these songs that like, it's fun, it's up-tempo, it's, it's just like, why, why isn't this... Why isn't this a Christmas standard? Uh, and looking up Bobby and Booby, uh, they only once again put out like one seven-inch, I believe. Some people think it might include a member of the Coasters, a Bobby Nunn, but there's no real proof of that. Uh, anyway, just as, as just as, as a sheer joy, Bobby and Booby, cool, cool Christmas. Uh, there's not much thought to it. It's just fun. So that was Bobby and Booby, Cool, Cool Christmas. Brian Foss, what is your favorite Christmas song of all time, though? The first Christmas single I ever bought was Christmas with the Devil by Spinal Tap. In the, in the early 80s, they actually, Spinal Tap, of course, put out that great mockumentary. They were on uh, Saturday Night Live where they did a version of, of Christmas with the Devil, which just made me laugh and laugh. I went out and bought, there's a picture disc of it, which I still own. Uh, and it's like, I just, the first Christmas record I ever bought. But there's that, or of course the Sonics, the great Tacoma garage rock band. They do they did a whole Christmas release with a number of other Northwest bands like the Galaxies and the Whalers. And their, their song, uh, Don't Believe in Christmas, is another just, just a joy. Don't believe in Christmas. 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 Don't believe in Christmas.
I, I love this stuff. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I I myself don't really feel like I'm that much of a Christmas person. I uh, it's more Christmas is more for like hanging out with with folks. I mean, I'm not a religious person, so it's just it's really. I don't know why this is the sort of thing that I've fallen into where I'm this Christmas guy. <laughs> but but I, I got to say, I enjoy it. I mean, every I look forward to it. And, and the, the biggest joy for me is, like I say, I, I'm just digging through. I don't want to hear another cover version of, of White Christmas or Jingle Bells. I don't understand why people, every year there's like hundreds and hundreds of Christmas records out. And everybody re-records these standards. And it's like, but they don't do them any differently. They don't mess them up. I mean, I wish that they would just, if you're going to do, if you're going to do a Christmas record and you're not going to do your own original songs and you're going to do covers, try to destroy those songs, like mess them up, like, you know, do weird arrangements, play around with them. But, uh, but yeah, there's the joy is for me is still finding that, that song that I stumbled across. Thankfully, KXP lets me do the Song of the Day podcast, uh, and on the week leading up to this wonderful Christmas Day, they let me pick five songs, and uh, and some of them there was a, there was this punk band uh, called SS Twenty that from the nineteen uh, eighties they put out a Christmas seven inch a punk rock Christmas seven inch, which has a song. No war toys for Christmas. I had no idea about this. I've been digging through punk rock Christmas stuff for years, and it, it's I love the, the idea that out there in the world, there's other songs that I'm going to love that I'm not even aware of. Could be re-recorded tomorrow. It could have been recorded 30 years ago. And that, to me, this whole thing just makes me excited. That's my Christmas gift to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and the Christmas gift to KXP, because you are filling many, many hours uh, with Christmas songs that you have selected. Can you give us a rundown again of who all is DJing Christmas? Christmas Day. Well, I know Atticus is on before me. He always does a great job. Uh, then I'm on from noon to six. Uh, Marco Collins is going to be doing a Audio Oasis uh, Northwest holiday version of that. I'm excited uh, to hear what Marco comes up with. Then I'll be coming back on at 9 p.m. for the 18th annual Sonic Reducer Punk Rock Christmas, where it's going to get wacky. <laughs> All right, Brian. Well, thank you so much for sharing this music with us, and uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you, Emily, and, and Merry Merry Ho Ho to you as well. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening. <laughs>